The following program is brought to you by the friends and partners of Creation Today and by viewers like you. Thank you. What do you get if you cross a mouse with a Triceratops? Huge holes in the baseboards. Check it out. <laughs> this is a Triceratops femur. One bone out of a Triceratops leg. That is huge. Yeah. Okay, I have a joke for you. All right. Okay, what did the janitor, why did the janitor go to the paleontology lab for supplies? I have no idea. He heard they had a new shipment of soft tissue. Wah, 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 <laughs> soft tissue. Uh, that's what we're talking about today, soft mm -hmm. tissue. Have you heard about this dinosaur soft tissue found? Uh, we see this as a great evidence that dinosaurs didn't live 65 million years ago, but only thousands of years ago. But evolutionary scientists disagree. Hey, could dinosaur soft tissue be good evidence for a young Earth? There's a war going on in our world against Christianity. Are you ready to defend your faith in Christ? The Creation Today Show provides you with the ammunition you need. We prepare you to defend your faith. Arm your children and raise up a family that glorifies the Creator, Jesus Christ. This season we're teaching you battleship apologetics. Science, history, individual experience, philosophy, Battleship Apologetics. Today's guest is microscopist Mark Armitage of BackyardMicroscope.com. In Dinosaurs Take a Bite Out of Time. Welcome to the Creation Today Show. Marianne, I got a special prop for us today. Look at what I have here. A banana peel. That's correct. I'm not sure why that's out here. Did you have that for lunch or something? No, I didn't. This is one of my props for this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, what if I told you that I'm not a very good housekeeper. This banana peel has actually been behind my trash can in my home office for the past 30 years. I don't believe you because one, your wife is an excellent housekeeper. Okay, you got a point there. Yeah, and two, uh, there, I've heard you've only been you've only been in your house for about 16 years, so it can't be 60, 30 years old. And you're crazy, Eric. Why? I, that banana peel cannot be 30 years old. So me telling you this banana peel is 30 years old makes me crazy. Yes. Uh, how exactly? I don't have to be a banana expert to know that that has not been sitting out for 30 years. Well, um, just because it's still yellow and a little bit flexible, I'm still... Oh, I forgot to tell you the it's, secret. Okay. I forgot. Okay. My trash can is made out of a special metal that has a special iron molecule in it that preserved the banana peel to look just like that for 30 years. Still very crazy. Well, then I guess you're going to have to call what all the scientists who claim that dinosaurs lived millions of years ago crazy too. Enter. Okay. Exhibit Number two, even after finding soft, flexible tissues in dinosaur okay. bones, some scientists are still claiming those bones are 65 million years old. That's still crazy, but I get your point. Exactly, yeah. and I'm not crazy. Let me set this here. Enter prop number three. Yummy. Uh, that is disgusting. Well, Eric, you're crazy and disgusting. Sorry, I just had to make a point, okay? The point remains, an old banana peel would not look like this. It would look a little bit more like this. Okay, I get your point. 
I made it. Good. I wanted yes. to make sure it was graphic enough yes. for everybody Somehow to remember it's it. It's still so, soft. Even when they found fresh looking soft tissue and red blood cells in dinosaur bones, they didn't change their mind about when dinosaurs lived and died. Instead, they just said there was a special iron molecule that preserved the soft tissue for 65 million years. Last season, Brian Thomas from the Institute for Creation Research told us that collagen found in dinosaur bones has a max life of only 1, 000, 1 million years. Yeah. Okay, so today these discoveries are becoming more frequent, but it first became public knowledge back in 2005 when Dr. Mary Schweitzer published her research. She discovered red blood cells, blood vessels, stretchy tissue, and even DNA in a T-Rex thigh bone. Thigh bone. <laughs> thigh bone. And boy, mainstream scientists were speechless. Such fragile uh, organic material should not even last a million years. No. Let alone 65 million. Yeah. Well, let's consider how the two different worldviews uh, respond to this. We have the young Earth and the old Earth. To young Earth model, this discovery aligns perfectly. According to biblical history, dinosaur bones would have been buried in the rock layers only thousands of years ago during the global flood of Noah's day. Since the flood happened in relatively recent history, it would be possible for soft tissue to remain. However, to the old Earth model, this discovery is quite baffling. According to their naturalistic view, dinosaurs are found in rock layers which have accumulated over hundreds of millions of years. How can bones over 65 million years old still have organic material in them without decaying and without fossilizing? Better yet, how do you think the scientific community reacted when Dr. Schweitzer published her research? With an with open arms? <laughs> no. no, with flat out rejection. Dr. Schweitzer said, I had one reviewer tell me that he didn't care what the data said. He knew what I was finding wasn't possible. I wrote back and said, well, what data would convince you? He said, none. So even though Dr. Schweitzer did quality research and lab analysis, her colleagues denied her assessment without hesitation. They claim that she, what she found must be some type of biofilm, which is basically a, a fancy way of saying bacteria formation. Mm -hmm. So she and other scientists continued to carefully examine these experiments and all the specimens mm -hmm. and do their experiments. They concluded the tissue was not bacteria. Her research was solid. She was right. It was original, unfossilized, microscopic dino tissue. <laughs> okay, <laughs> pretend you're a mainstream scientist. You have a problem. This discovery of soft tissue shows dinosaurs didn't live millions of years ago, but that would topple your precious evolution religion. What do you do? You need them to find some mechanism that would preserve dinosaur tissues for millions of years. You don't want the public to be thinking these bones are young. Well, Dr. Schweitzer herself proposed a solution, and the science community swarmed on her like flies on a cow pie or gnats on a banana peel. That is to say, they received it instantly, and they, they said, we're taking this as fact, even though it didn't go through peer review. Perhaps you caught it in the blockbuster Jurassic World. Dr. Schweitzer's explanation gets a good old Hollywood endorsement. And what exactly was her explanation? Iron molecules in dinosaur blood. Iron is what preserves the tissue over 65 million years. 
Hey, since we're talking Jurassic World, what do you call a T-Rex that gets into a fight with an Indominus Rex? Mm. A dinosaur. <laughs> They're sore. Dino. Yeah. I get that. It's okay. crazy. Yeah. Right. Well, up next, expert microscopist Mark Armitage will be joining us. He is at the forefront of dinosaur soft tissue discovery and research, and he actually dug up a triceratops horn and found soft, stretchy tissue himself. We're going to ask Mark about his research and his take on the iron and the blood argument. It's going to be a great show. Stay tuned. Beginnings is a creation experience for small groups, churches, and individuals from all walks of life. Creation speaker Eric Hoven explores the age-old questions of life, the evidence for a young earth, and how dinosaurs fit in with the Bible. The included guide provides an introduction to each lesson, creative challenges, great discussion questions, and practical ways to apply each lesson to everyday life. To order this DVD, go to www.creationstore.org. There's been an incredible con that's occurred in the culture. Evolution in millions of years is the greatest myth ever forced on the minds of men. Big Bang, evolution, millions of years, people just believe it blindly. How can you not believe that somebody designed all of this? We know he exists because of creation. just faith, we have science. It's really on our side. The book is called Chronicles of Dinosauria and really it goes down through and documents these key areas of evidence. We know that men and dinosaurs coexisted because of biblical evidence, the historical evidence, the paleontological evidence, and the artistic evidence. That's the iconography of dragons. And I document what in my opinion are the best pieces of evidence at each of those. And then I talk about the cryptozoological evidence and my personal research. And so you've got those five key areas that are identified in the book. And uh, it's available right now at creationstore.org. You're watching Battleship Apologetics here on Creation Today. Today we've been talking about the infallible proofs that dinosaurs did indeed live with mankind. Marianne, I'm really excited about this yeah, topic. Yeah, me too. Well, Mark, welcome to the Creation Today Show. We are happy to have you on with us. Thank you. I'm very excited to be with you guys today. Yeah. I got a chance to meet you out in California, and Mark, I think I told you, they let me take your bones that you worked on, or the, the horn, I guess, the Triceratops horn, out of the case, oh, and I no. held them with these hands right here, Marianne. I'm so jealous. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it really is uh, mind-blowing to hold uh, the leftovers of these huge creatures uh, that lived maybe not so long ago, but just to hold them in your hands is, is really an amazing thing. Well, we've been discussing dinosaur soft tissue and how this soft tissue actually challenges the idea of the dinosaurs living millions of years ago. And we'd love for you to tell us uh, what you've discovered and what this means and what you think the, the scientific community should be doing with this. Okay, uh, well, what, we made a world-first discovery. Uh, when I went to the Hell Creek Formation in Montana, 
Uh, as a trained microscopist, I saw the things that Dr. Schweitzer and others uh, have been doing, and I thought, you know, I can do this. And so, so I went to Montana, and I found this 40-plus uh, inch long triceratops horn that was uh, less than two feet from the surface in Montana. And uh, so that was a world first uh, in finding this tissue uh, in a triceratops horn because nobody had found it before. And, uh, but, but I think it's important for your watchers your, and your listeners to realize that this is bone. This is not fossilized rock. In other words, this, this is bone tissue that responded to conventional processing that's used in hospitals all over the world uh, anytime pathologists want to look at bone. So it dissolved in the weak acids that we used, mm -hmm. uh, which is stunning alone. But then we found these sheets. I found these sheets of soft, they call it soft fibrillar bone tissue, because first these little bone cells, they lay down a carpet of collagen, and, and so it's a fibrous mat. And then they impregnate it with all the bone minerals. So the magnesium, the calcium, the phosphorus, this is all impregnated later. And so what I found were these stretchy sheets oh of intact <laughs> fibrillar bone tissue. And, and this is in the presence of plant roots, fungal bodies, microbes, insects. I mean, because this was a vascular bone, uh, open to everything in the environment, it's way different from what Dr. Mary Schweitzer found with her femur. The femur was completely encapsulated. So it's stunning that we found anything at all in this Triceratops horn that was completely exposed to the environment. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, I, I, okay, what are these, what are the implications? What, what is the significance of this kind of find? Well, the, the, the initial significance, uh, and I've made this prediction, is that soft tissues are the norm in the fossil record. And, and we're finding that now. Every day there are new discoveries. And in fact, we, I've gone back to the Hell Creek uh, twice now, and I found soft tissue in the frill, which is the big plate that oh, comes man. off the skull of the Triceratops uh, uh, skull. And the condyle, which is the sort of the rolling ball joint uh, that allows the Triceratops to, to, to rotate its head, the condyle, loaded with soft tissue. And then this past August, we went back to the Hell Creek and we found Nano Tyrannus. And this is a really, really cool dinosaur. This <laughs> sounds cool. I got to write Nano Tyrannus. It looks like T-Rex, but it's not T-Rex. It's its own genus. And wow. uh, it's lean and mean. It's got hips for running. And uh, and can you imagine a Tricer a, 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 a T-Rex-like dinosaur running at you at 60 miles an hour? They call it the cheetah oh, of the dinosaurs. And, and now we're finding soft tissue in this guy. So the significance is this. If, if, if dinosaur remains in the fossil record, and I don't like to call it the fossil record, I call it the boneyard. I mean, the whole earth is the boneyard. Great way to if that. soft boneyard. tissues are there as a norm, then they must be young. E even, even uh, you know, the numbers that we get out of the Bible, maybe 4,000 years, uh, and, and I think they could even be a little older than that, but they have to be young. If they're young, then the deposits in their, that they are in are young. If the deposits are young, then the whole earth is young. Wow. And suddenly Genesis becomes a believable book of actual history where God made man and woman, placed them in a perfect environment. They sinned against God, and God sent a redemption for us to save us from our sins. We need Jesus Christ. And so, yes. so soft tissue and dinosaur bones ultimately means 
we need Jesus Christ as Amen. our Savior. That Amen. is awesome. Oh my yeah. goodness, that is so cool. So, so how is the, the scientific community responding to this? Is there a bias being expressed? Well, of course, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of recalcitrance and a lot of inertia in science, uh, which is, is typical. Uh, people don't like their pet theories to be overturned yeah. explosively and overnight. Mm -hmm. And so, but 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 practically what we're seeing is that uh, th this this is not talked about. It's not discussed in open circles or certainly at the university level. Uh, this is the problem that I had when I was teaching at Cal State Northridge is the students got so excited about this and it created a problem in the department because they were learning that you know maybe their little story of evolution is not so true and so so getting it discussed uh, in open scientific circles is difficult getting it published is even more difficult and of course then they fired me they they removed me so they they demonize you they throw you away because you're you're upsetting their little apple cart and 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 I think you know you you see in the ways that they've mounted arguments against this their bias. They mounted the biofilm argument, which was soundly refuted by Mary Schweitzer. And I have to say, I have a lot of respect for Dr. Schweitzer because she did her homework and she did it well. All her work was carefully done, except for, in my opinion, the final work that she's recently done, the iron preservation theory, and we can talk about that. But, but she has mounted this iron preservation theory, which I think is a mess, and I think it doesn't really explain these things very well at all. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, Th this is fascinating. The conclusion, and, and by the way, I know we have to go back. Uh, we're running out of time for this segment. Would you mind sticking around for an extended interview? Because I have heard people say, look, the presence of iron mm -hmm. shows that this is possible. You yeah. silly creationists, you don't know what you're talking about. Can we talk about that in an extended interview? Absolutely, we can. We're blowing that theory out of the water, and I'd love to spend the time to educate your listeners and followers to why this is really, in my mind, a 10th grade science experiment. 10th mm -hmm. grade mm -hmm. science wow. experiment. This is fascinating. So in your professional opinion, before we go, uh, you would say this evidence shows undoubtedly man and dinosaurs would have lived together. They're not old. They are indeed young. Mm -hmm. They can't be old. And furthermore, it is stunning, even if they're 4,000 years old, uh, or even less, which is the, the limit that we can get out of Scripture. It is stunning. It is staggering. It is astounding that these tissues are there at all. And in the highly preserved state that I'm finding them, and you can look at some of my photographs, it's astounding. Unbelievable. That is incredible. We want to invite you to check out his website. We want you to learn more about this. And if you want to watch the extended interview where we're going to blow iron out of the water as with a 10th grade science experiment, you can check that out at creationtoday.org under the extended interview of this segment. This is fascinating. I, know, it I love is. it. It's so exciting. Well, we'll be back right after this. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash creation today. Today's Creation Network highlight is Creation Excavations Utica, Kansas. Come join the Creation Excavations team at Amazing Grace Ranch in Utica, Kansas to learn the true history of the world. Find marine creatures buried during Noah's flood about 4,500 years ago. There are hands-on presentations in a world-renowned fossil bed area PowerPoint presentations from a biblical perspective, and field discussions on your fossil finds. 
Visit creationnetwork.org to discover more creation museums and outdoor creation field trips available near you. It's time for Science and Scripture with Eric and Ben, here on Creation Today. All right, we've got our lighters out. I can't get mine going. But most importantly, we have just in case our safety fire extinguishers. Eric, I don't know what you got going here, but I know when the fire extinguishers come out, the awesomeness level goes up. What do we got going on here? We're going to do a flame test on different chemical elements, oh, and a flame test actually reveals the true colors of an element. When an element burns, it actually gives off a signature color. Okay. And based on the element, it will give off different colors. So we're so going we to have try, some elements here. Yeah, we got some different elements. I got some boric acid, some potassium chloride, some copper sulfate, some magnesium sulfate, and some regular old table salt, some uh, um, sodium chloride. So sodium chloride. Thank you. So we got these different ones, and what I've done is I've added an accelerant to each one of these little cans right here, and we're going to actually light the accelerant, oh, and oh, it's going to start off. Just, can I get it going? <laughs> in just a second, it's going to okay. start off the same color of the accelerant. As it burns down, it's going to start burning into these different elements, and it'll start giving off different color uh, heat temperatures and heat signatures. Let's do this. So let's get these things lit, and let's see what we got here. Oh, I can see that one green already. Got two green. Got a blue one right here. That one's kind of a, did we get enough in there? Is it going? You might want some more accelerant in there. Oh, I'm going to move that to the side to add my accelerant. Nope, that's going right now. That's a white flame. Hey, kill oh, the lights. If you kill the lights, you should be able to see this really well. Is it going? Here. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, going. It it's is. going. It is. It's wow. actually burning with, uh, when it burns the mag uh, magnesium, it burns white. Wow. So here's just so the that green accelerant. green is such a strong green. And that's the boric acid giving off that cover, color. Okay. It's the same thing as the copper sulfate, also giving off kind of a, a greenish color. The uh, potassium chloride should, as it gets down to that, should give us more of a blue color. You never see that there's an orange in there, but you definitely yeah. see the blue. And then magnesium sulfate has given us more of that yellow, orangey now, color. Now, the accelerant, is that influencing the color at all as well? Well, the accelerant burns. It's This is just the accelerant. So, so just it burns the accelerant is burning blue. Okay. So when you mix that blue with some of these others, it actually gives off a, a variety of different colors here. What color is this again? That is the sodium, and it's a, more of a yellowish yeah, uh, color. Is. Yeah, so you can sure. see different colors. That is fascinating, the difference between the green. Now, this one is actually burning pretty good, but you just simply can't see it. It's actually it's white. white. Wow. Yeah, it actually burns that white. Is, that is white so hot. interesting. Pretty cool. Well, you know, it's interesting, Eric. The Bible actually says that God's going to do this one day. In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, the Bible says that every man's work shall be made manifest, or it'll be declared, mm. for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. Wow. And you know, I think that there's a lot of people that think, well, how I live doesn't really matter as long as I have this look. But God is going to bring his true and real fire to our works. And the Bible says that some will be wood, hay, and stubble, that which is worthless. Others will be precious stones. So it matters how we live because God himself will reveal the works that we do by fire. And that includes our motivations, our intents, and all of these things. Our real so, colors are coming out. So in eternity, there will be a, uh, a, a burn test, as it were. Wow. Fascinating. And when that happens, the real color comes out just like when this happens, the color signature from these different chemical elements come out. Yeah. I don't recommend you guys trying this at home without adult supervision. Actually, don't do this without adult supervision. Matter of fact, there are some adults out there that <laughs> probably shouldn't, shouldn't do this. Do it. 
without no, it's another really fun. adult supervision. And definitely make sure you have some. Uh, yeah, make sure you practice safety when you do this. But just a great experiment to show uh, God's world, a little bit about God's world. It's incredible. Sometimes we see different uh, color in starlight. And they say, well, hey, let's look at what element color signature that's giving off from starlight. So a fascinating science project you can do and a great analogy to God's word. We are going to be tried one day as by fire exactly. and our real colors are going to show. Hey, kill those lights. Let's look at this again. I ran out of accelerants in my other green one here. Wow. That white flame is so interesting. It's burning. You can see it. Do you find yourself jumping from site to site or wading through thousands of search results to find answers about God's Word and His creation? Well, no more. SearchCreation.org brings the top creation and apologetic websites together into one search engine while ignoring the thousands of sites that push lies and half-truths. So if you have questions about molecular chemistry, deep space, dinosaurs, or how to defend your faith in a godless world, visit us at SearchCreation.org. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash creation today. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash creation today. Watch our videos on YouTube, youtube.com slash creation today. We are creation today, creationtoday.org. Welcome back to the show. We're talking about dinosaur soft tissue. Didn't you love how Mark was able to tie dinosaur soft tissue right into the gospel? I mean, yes. boom, that was awesome. That was great. And all of us can use this as a simple witnessing tool. We can get people thinking about dinosaurs and thinking about the hope of salvation that yeah. Jesus offers to all mankind. And Eric, we should make a tract that has dinosaur soft tissue on the front and then the gospel on the back. <gasps> Absolutely. You should write that one down because yeah. I will I definitely know, forget it. Okay, let's review. Dinosaur soft tissue is a game changer. It legitimately challenges evolutionary and old earth worldviews and perfectly aligns with the biblical time frame. As research continues, Mark predicts that soft tissue and dinosaur bones won't be rare. It will be the norm. He suggested that the fossil record is more like a bone graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> instead because so many of the bones are not yet fully fossilized yet they're still pure organic bone and tissues the idea that an iron molecule is what preserved red blood cells for 65 million years is more ridiculous than a stegosaurus on roller skates <laughs> it didn't even pass peer review before being accepted unbelievable <laughs> Those of you that are uncertain about the age of the earth but want to respect Christ as creator must realize that the old earth claim is founded on man's reasonings, not God's. It's built upon man-made uniformitarian theory, whereas God's written testimony to mankind, the Bible, means what it says. Yeah. It records the history the creator wanted to record, and honest science always aligns directly with it. No. Absolutely. There's no doubt. Science affirms the reliability yeah. and the historical accuracy of Scripture. You know, as Mark said in the interview when he was a boy, he was often told, My boy, don't be afraid of where your science takes you. <laughs> science is the search for truth. Yet sometimes science gets encased in a lie like uniformitarianism or evolutionism. If it contradicts Scripture, then let's investigate it more because often, there's a bias against the Bible right under the surface. 
I hope this information has been helpful to you. Please let us know at if the Creation Today show is helping you by yeah. sending your messages to comments at creationtoday.org. And if you're headed off to college soon, consider enrolling in our online apologetics course. We want every high school student to hear all the arguments against atheism before their very first year of college. Yes, and grandparents, maybe you want to enroll your grandchildren. Great idea. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us. God bless. Get the ammunition you need to defend your faith by visiting our website for up-to-date content, attending one of our live events, and shopping online at creationstore.org. We are Creation Today.